Good evening, everyone, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Stegman, and with me, as always, is my best pal, Noelle Schmidt. That's right. We host a show called High Spirits in which we drink alcohol and we talk about ghosts. Yep. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Hey, y'all, it's been a while, but before we get started in all of our chum chummery, hello, 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 we are going to tell you what we're drinking. Miss Noelle, what are you drinking? I am drinking Phantom Proprietary Red. <gasps> It's a California red. It's delicious. Phantom, I get it. Yeah, get it? I thought that was a good one to come back to. Um, it's got like some, I think these are acrobats. Okay. Or I don't know what is happening on the cover of this. It might be some kind of satanic worshiping thing. All appropriate for the show. For the show? For our show? For the show and for my life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I mean, yikes for your life, but for the show. It's working out. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw, you tell me what you're drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking a uh, Modelo and I am drinking a Chilada. It's oh. the uh, it's the Limon y Sol. So it's a lime and salt Chilada. Okay, okay. So it's not the Michelada. I don't know what the difference is between them. Oh, uh, that one is red. It's basically like a Bloody Mary beer. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. No, so this is just a, the salt and lime. Hmm. Uh, it's real good. Good, great. Nummy, nummy. Delish. Mm-hmm. They sell it at the booth store near you. Okay. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> near, I was like, by me personally? Yeah, I will. No, I meant Or for, all of them. For the listeners. Okay. Yeah. We haven't really skipped a beat at all. No, we have not. Hey, speaking of skipping beats, we haven't seen you in a while. It's good to see you. Yeah, you too. How have you been? I've been uh, sweet as fuck. How about you? I have been uh, quite well. Okay. Enjoying the cold-ish weather. Yeah. Not really. We had a giant cold snappy. We did. And now it is um, not 35? as cold. It, yeah, something like, that. something like that. It was like negative 20. We were in Nashville recently. We were in Nashville recently. We had a nice little heat wave there. We Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was almost 50 degrees. Yeah. First day I got there, it was uh, the coldest it's ever been in Nashville, which is not great. Right. I missed that. Yeah, it was like 10 degrees. Yeah. Not great. But you so, survived. I did. I survived. We did a ghost tour. We did. Um, what were your thoughts? It wasn't great. No. He, you know what? That guy um, was a master at backwards walking. Though. He was so good at backwards walking. So good at it. There was one point where I thought for sure he was going to tumble down some stairs backwards and he did not. He stopped. Never did. Like he knew his route. The balance of a gazelle. Yes. Do they balance? Um, a flamingo? Flamingo. Yeah. The stride of a gazelle and the balance of a flamingo. I like that. Uh-huh. And he had a Lady Gaga um, microphone thing going. He did. Like he a did. face microphone. Those were the pros. Yeah. <laughs> that was worth the pros. Of the tour. Over the nags. Um, there were... So the tour itself, should we call it out? Sure. It was called Murder in the Music City. So we were really excited because it coupled true crime with ghosts, yeah. which are like our favorite things. Yeah. I mean, if you would have brought in like politics into that that would have been like the greatest and they did though they did because we met at the state house oh right because of old remember president polk (laughs) i do i do yeah Yeah. so he is buried at the state house the most famous president from tennessee from tennessee no ajax ajax yeah ajax takes the cake there and Uh, then and then the second most famous one um not buried but has a like a plaque type situation big statue type situation is a Andrew Johnson, who you might remember from uh, uh, taking over for Abraham Lincoln after he was assassinated, and then Mm -hmm. he got impeached. 
correct. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, uh, yeah, Jay was actually like an A-plus student. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Because she knew <laughs> all of the, the answers in the history uh, questions that he was asking. Um, but, yeah, a, an unfortunate lack of murder and... Not any murder at all. Ghosts. Well, it was murder. It was just confusing. It was confusing. It was hard to understand. Yeah. And, you know, for a hot minute, we were like, maybe we should retell these stories. And then we didn't. No. Because it's really hard to find anything about the stories that he told us, probably because they were so confusing. They, I think that was it. We were like, wait, what? Yeah. And then you looked up one of them, the main one of them. Let's not say the name. Um, but couldn't find, like, half the material that he even said. And it was all, it was just confusing. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I found like something that was basically printed from microfiche. <laughs> and hey, I, uh, yeah. long story short, go on that tour. <laughs> That's support the tour. Yeah. Um, it was fine. He was a nice guy. It just, it wasn't for us. It was very cold. And it was cold, yeah, but cold. it ended pretty much right next door to our hotel. Yeah, that was great. So that worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Nashville, what a town. What a town. We had a good time. Uh, shout out to our buddy Gerald. Gerald, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was uh, in uh, Printer's Alley. Yep. He was at the Alley Tap. He was wonderful. He's a great guy. Um, so, uh, yeah, tip your friendly bartenders. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anything Anything you want to catch the people up on? No, Dave, life? it has, you know what? It has been. Um, a very uneventful two years. Nothing has happened uh, nope. in the world. No. Nothing. Uh, no major breakthroughs. Um, no. Uh, just kidding. No. Lots of lots has happened. It would take forever to go through all of them. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Needless to say, I'm here. I'm alive. I'm kicking it. Um, We're still here. I'm and that's great. Yeah. You're killing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I thought I actually... Uh, would start off with some movie recommendations okay and talk about what i have seen in 2022 that people might also want to see uh that are important to me oh you said you're doing last year yes yes because oh right we are now in 2023 uh early 2023 but in case you're looking for some spooky movies and you need some recommendations i'm here for you go for it so here are the best that i've seen in 2022 uh in no particular order uh, Significant Other, which is on Paramount Plus, um, is a surprising and fun film. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't remember the actor's name, so I, I have not prepared well. But check it out. It's uh, it takes place in the wilderness. Yeah, it's already spooky. Yeah. Um, and the woman who is in it, she she's been in a couple of uh, horror movies this year, and she is, uh, very stoic. Hmm. And uh, I like that about her. Like she doesn't like give out a lot of emotion, and so you kind of never know what's going on with her. Is that uh, the Kyle Richards? It is not the Kyle Richards. Oh, okay. We will not talk about any of the most recent Halloween movies because I can't. Oh, okay. It's too hurtful. Oh. And disappointing. It's a pain, huh? It's not good. Um, moving on, if you <laughs> subscribe to Shutter, which I do, and I strongly recommend everyone does, help out those AMC employees who recently lost their jobs or are maybe about to lose their jobs. Shutter is a horror streaming service uh, offered by AMC. Um, I have three movies for you. One is called Sissy, which is about um, uh, a group of girls who go away on a hen's weekend. They're British. 
Oh, okay. Uh, which is basically a bachelorette weekend. And, I can do. Yeah. And one of them um, is kind of like a, she is an influencer and she is like kind of like an outsider and um, strange things are afoot, but it's, that's a really good one. Um, it's a kind of a, like a tongue in cheek. It's like, has some nice lighter moments that help kind of smooth over some of the dark stuff. Uh, another one, which is more of a haunted house story is called dead stream. Oh, that one is a lot of fun. I strongly recommend that. And then if you're looking for something really goofy and gory, um, I highly, highly recommend scare package Two: rad Chad's revenge. Oh, which okay. is um, an anthology movie. So there are uh, several um, uh, shorts within this movie. Movie within a movie. Other uh, recommendations? Nope. By one uh, Jordan Peele, okay. which you can find on Peacock. Um, and then some other uh, non-horror movies that you should watch. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. If you haven't seen this movie, you should absolutely see it. Really, really good. Um, that you can see on Showtime. If you're like me, get the 30 day free trial. Oh, you told me about that. I still haven't done it. Yeah, do it. Um, Glass Onion. I feel like everybody has seen it. I loved it. What a wonderful movie. I saw it in London. I know. It was so good. It's so good. Um, and then a movie that I watched that I can't believe I've never seen before, which is also on Shudder and not from 2022, but I really, really liked it. It takes place... It's uh, I think it came out in 2016, but it takes place in the 90s. So for those of us who are a little bit older um, <laughs> or grew up in the 90s, uh, it's really relatable. It's called Super Dark Times, and it's just um, really uh, it's in, it's interesting. And it's, it's about a group of friends who um, have an accident and uh, then they... Crazy things happen from there. I don't huh. want to give it away. Um, but really, really liked that movie. Well, thank you for your movie moment. We got a lot of lot of movies out of you this time. Yeah, I feel like it was important that to I share all this. To go on for two years. I know. A... I know, right? Movie Rex. Um, it, this is really more me uh, filling time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't tell the people that. I'm, I'm kidding. Someone will cut. So mad. Somebody will cut that out. Hey, listen, y'all. Um. I don't have a movie review, but I have a movie interest of my own. Megan comes out this weekend. <gasps> terrifying. It's terrifying? I don't know. I'm. You know how I, I feel about robots. Oh. Ooh. Isn't it about a doll? Yeah, she's like a doll AI. Like a bitchy doll. Type thing. The, Super excited about it. The whole thing doll. when she's like dancing, you can't see me dancing right now. I can see you dancing. You can see me dancing. Uh, that is way too much for me. Oh, okay. I will see it, of course. So you know what I'm excited about? Uh, there was a funny tweet that um, the gays would support Megan more than they did bros. So I'm like, <laughs> oh. super excited to see it. Uh, um, I thought it was funny. Have you seen bros? I have seen bros. How, what did you think? Um, it's fine. I didn't see it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's a movie. Yeah. It's, there's, there's nothing, I don't know. I'm not well, big, okay. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. I'm not a huge movie person per se. Um, I prefer television. Like, I prefer episodics. Yeah. So if you tell me about a show, I'm going to get really into that. Uh, but yeah, I saw Bros, and um, I would rather watch an episode of Difficult People with uh, Billy Eichner. I do like Billy Eichner. I think he's great. Yeah. It's a fine movie. Don't let don't let me dissuade you if you're going to go see it. We're not rom-com people. It's Yeah, it's, it's like, it's fine. 
Well, I think, you know, going Uh back to the rom-com thing, though, too, uh, obviously movie theaters took a big hit with COVID. And so I feel like a lot of people, myself included, if I'm going to go to the movie, I want to see something like Megan where there's going to be explosions or like it's going to be like a more of a blockbuster type thing Mm -hmm. where you're going to get more out of the theater, like the theater experience. And if I'm going to spend that kind of money with all due respect to Billy, with all due. Yeah, no, I like him. And the movie's fine. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. If you if you have an interest in that, see it. Loved him in Parks and Rec. What, what was he in Parks and Rec? He was from um, the, what was the neighboring town when they Eagleton. merged? Eagleton. Thank you. He came over from Eagleton and he was Donna's counterpart. Oh. Yeah. In the, yeah, later seasons. I see. Mm-hmm. Where he would get, like Billy Eichner does, worked up and he would shout. At I see. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Are we like, I've seen that performance. <laughs> this is new. Uh-huh. Um, okay, are you ready? I have not been more ready for anything since 2020. Oh my god. Yeah, we know what happened then. What? Oh, nothing. Okay. Free Britney. I think she's, is she okay? We won't go there. Uh, Listen, you think that. Um. But she's not. She's not. Poor Britney. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Um, question for you. Gemini. I knew that. Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have an imaginary friend when you were a child? No. You didn't? No. I did. I had a big family and I had a lot of friends. I could not waste my time with fiction. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I feel like an imaginary entity would have approached me and been like, listen, I'm busy. Um, well, I don't know what that says about me because I also had a big friend or big family and a lot of friends. But Did I, you have an imaginary friend? I did. Um, his name was Steve. What? Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. known you now for 65 oh. years, and I've never heard this. I can't believe you don't know this. Uh, Steve what? Just Steve. And Steve... <laughs> There's no last name. <laughs> Imaginary land? No, no, no. Just Steve. He wore all black. Whoa. And he had red eyes. What? And he didn't have feet. He just floated. Darling, is this real? This is very real. Were you, like, terrified as well? No, I was totally into him. And it, he didn't have feet? No, we would often play in, like corners what together the hell? and then wait what <laughs> you would play in corners with a guy a demon named steve yeah also he was bigger than andy grusbach what's andy grusbach andy grusbach is my um what i lovingly call my uncle brother who oh, is okay. he is i have an uncle who is three months younger than me sure. and so he was basically like my brother and we were always together and so when my mom was because she was legitimately concerned about steve yeah was asking me and she was like well how tall is he and my response was well he's bigger than andy grasbach wow so um yeah and then one day he just kind of went away thank god but uh like i'm sorry for your loss but also like what yeah so steve was a big part of my life from i think i was four like from three to four, he was he was with me. Oh my god, my mouth is open. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I'm so nervous for you, but clearly you lived. I lived. I lived to tell. Wow. Um, and it's what, so was he? Did I don't want to pooch the story? Did he end up being like a devil? I don't know. I don't know. I don't honestly remember him. Um, I only know the stories that like my mom and my aunt and you know other people in our family would talk about but yeah, like he was like just so you around. Feel like on the spot i one time um 
got down on um, all fours and ate my cat's cat food. Not the whole thing, but I did it like a cat. My oh, mom, thank you for sharing. Yeah, my mom was like, that was really weird. Don't Kids do, do weird things. Okay, I just wanted to give you like a little... No, I really... <laughs> a little support. I really appreciate that yeah. about you. Any of you out there, if you've ever done something real weird, uh, go ahead and shoot us an email. High Spirit Chicago, right? I think so. I don't even know. <laughs> At Gmail. Gmail. That sounds accurate. Is it High Spirit Chicago or High Spirits Podcast? We'll get back to you on that. Whatever. I'm going to do some quick Googling right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Look at that. I was trying to open up to the fan base and I just kind of... No, you did great. You, you killed it. You think so? Okay. But, but while, I'm, while I'm doing this, I will tell you... I can you. still read the moments. I just don't have the information. <laughs> well, listen. While I'm doing this, I'm going to tell you uh, that um, by the age of seven... It's highspiritschicago at gmail.com. Great. By the age of seven, 65% of kids will have an imaginary friend, according to Joel, Joel Schwartz or a report that he did in 2004. 65% of children? Yeah, by oh. the age of seven. So the University of Washington and the University of Oregon, um, a group of psychologists from both universities got together and conducted the study uh, that they produced or they published in 2004. Um, so from that study of those kids that were researched, 57% of them were the imaginary friends were humans. Um, and 41% were animals. Now in another study that was conducted in, uh, the UK, um, and I got this from a website called, uh, Devon live, which is a local, uh, publication, um, they said among the 8% of imaginary companions that weren't people, animals, or unknown personalities, they were ninjas, trains, aliens, skeletons, and many miscellaneous monsters. <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend by train. <laughs> this is my favorite. One of the parents um, who wasn't sure what the imaginary friend was said, not sure. He lives down the plug hole, said one mom. What's a pl- is that? I the, don't know the sink, the I think drain? So. I think so. Yeah, plug hole, uh, which is also <laughs> a fun insult. It is a fun insult, so it's a good name for an imaginary friend. Yeah, <laughs> you plug hole. Um, so uh, not not all of them are friendly. Um, why many you, can be uncontrollable. It's like mean to you. You're you're working out some stuff, I okay. guess. Some are like uncontrollable or considered to be a nuisance. Um, But a lot of these psychologists believe that uh, believing in this fantasy and interacting with imaginary friends is actually um, or like sometimes the kids will impersonate them, too. Mm. So they believe that it's actually a big part of their development and that it helps them cognitively and emotionally. It helps them uh, manage social social skills and helps with like practicing conflict management. So it used to be a thing um, where uh, they were actually like, it it was a cause for alarm. So like my mom was legitimately concerned Ah. that I was playing with a demon or somebody like that, um, or that there was something wrong with the kid. Um, Other people have thought that maybe it's a sign of significant intelligence. Oh, look at you, smart, smart, smart. Which is, you know, what I was carrying for a long time, but that was discredited by one Celeste Kid, who um, is also the primary investigator at Kid Lab. Oh, I thought you were like, and the prime minister of no, England. she is a psychology professor at UC Berkeley and started oh. a place called Kid Lab because it's her name. 
Oh, I see. I understand yeah. how it works on so many levels. I know, right? Good for you, Celeste kid. But she was like, no, that's not the case. Um, it's often when people, when kids have imaginary friends, that they're often the firstborn or an only child. So I'm the firstborn in uh-huh. my family. Um, and yeah, so I'm the third. So I was so busy being like constantly yeah. harangued into activities. I don't even think I had downtime until I was like 21. You still don't have it. I still, what's <laughs> free time like for you? I know. So yeah, I, again, if I had an imaginary friend just show up, I'd be like, listen, bud. You guys actually don't even know, like right now, uh, Jay is so busy that <laughs> while we're doing this, she's spinning some plates and she is composing a memo for work. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's true. really impressive. Um, uh, research also shows that girls are more likely to have imaginary friends. Um, and those who do tend to be um, more creative adults. You. I guess. Yeah. So that yeah. is uh, that is from an article in The Atlantic. So, um, but here's the other part of that is that sometimes people think that these imaginary friends aren't actually imaginary, that they may be um, a ghost or a spirit. Yes. Now, let me ask you a question about Steve. Um, did you, you may not remember, maybe you do. Could you, did you really feel like you could like literally say, was it a very literal experience or was it imaginary? I wish I could remember. I don't remember. Um, You know, I have moments because I was so little, like I I remember having the conversation about Steve when I was a kid. Um, But I I wish I could like remember if I actually saw him, but I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Because I'm not sure. I I was just trying to figure out if it was like my anxiety the entire time or if there was a moment where you like would believe he was there as much as I am here. Well, and I was actually, I was talking to my daughter about this the other night who... Um, I thought that she had, there was like a a brief moment when she had an imaginary friend and she doesn't remember it at all. Hmm. And, and it was, it was very, very brief. And I think that's why, um, and it, and I, and I'm actually going to get to this in a minute. Uh, it was when we were living in a, a certain place and very specific. But I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and uh, and I'll. <laughs> but for the listeners, they're like, Ooh. well, no, and I'll I'll get to this first in a in a minute. But like, um, she, because I was like, do you remember? And she had no idea. She was like, no, I never had an imaginary friend. And she completely disputed it. And I was like, okay, fine, because I wanted to know if she remembered actually seeing oh, the I person. See. Yeah, yeah. And but she was like, no memory of it. Huh. And I think that's very common that like, uh, it's it's really kind of a part of independent play for a lot of these kids. And it's, it's really just strictly imaginary. Hmm. So I, I, but I don't know. And nothing that I read really said that they actually remember. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So some people, some, some people believe that um, a lot of times these kids are seeing um a ghost that is still like hanging out in the house um, or, you know, maybe it's some kind of like uh, not, not resonant energy, um, but it is like an, a person who passed in the house who's still kind of hanging out and the kid is just like befriending them oh. in a sense. Um, it's really important though, to remember this, which I uh, want to, pull up this quote from Rosemary Counter, who wrote an article about this in the Washington Post in October of 2019. Regardless of all this, um, it's important to remember that children are 
spooky little creeps who see ghosts, report past lives, and chat at night with dead relatives. <laughs> she could not be more right. Um, they're little spookers, huh? They are little spookers. So to play on that, like, so talking about my kid, um, we were living in a two-floor condo at one point, and she, uh, her bedroom was on the lower level, and she had her own bathroom in there, and there was a walk-in closet. Do you remember that place? Yep. She had, there was a walk-in closet in there, and there were a couple of times where I would catch her, like, standing in the dark in the closet. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really creeped me out. And then it got, and, and she would be, like, talking to somebody. And we'd walk in, and she would get really, like, kind of freaked out that we were there. Um. And then it got to the point where she didn't want to use her bathroom because there was a little girl in there that freaked her out. And she would talk about the little girl and she would talk about how she wore old clothes. And she kind of described her as wearing kind of like prairie type clothes, I guess. Um, And it really freaked her out. So she wouldn't use her bathroom. Oh, man. Yeah. That's scary. So, but re, but but that aside, like you know, in the U.S. <laughs> and prairie clothes. And prairie that clothes. That seems like a long time ago. A very long time yeah. ago. The way she unless she yeah. was just like tacky and from the '80s, she was just going through like a Laura Laura Ingalls Wilder phase or something. Maybe that could be. That's very <laughs> very true. Um, yeah, she was actually very. I remember her being very descriptive with the clothing. Hmm. And in the boots in particular, like she was wearing brown boots. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't remember any of it. Huh. And I, I, I didn't bring it up to her because I was like, I don't know. Like she yeah. was so spooked out by it at the yeah. time. I don't know how much you're going to push on something like that. Like she would uh, be taking a bath in there and she would just be staring at the corner and she would point at the corner so this and say. this was like a nice friend. This was like a bad friend. Yeah, it was a bad friend. She didn't like her. And she would say, she's right there. I don't like her. Wow. Yeah, it was not. So we stopped pretty much like, because she was so creeped out. We were like, okay, we'll just, you'll use upstairs. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't live there anymore. Nope. Nope. Um, but that said, there, as we've talked about many times in the past, if you want, which should go back to some previous episodes, uh, a lot of cultures actually celebrate children being visited by um by ghosts because they consider that it's often a ghost of an ancestor um like in indian and eastern cultures in particular uh they actually uh think it's a good sign that their ancestors are coming back to say hello to their kids um so you know i i want to talk about um or I want to actually uh, share some other testimonials that other parents have shared about their kids' imaginary friends or potential ghost friends. Little ghostesses. Okay. All right. Hit me. So these come from a website called the Occult Museum. Oh. Dot com. <laughs> Is that, um, isn't the Occult Museum um, the Warrens' thing? I believe so, yes. Oh, okay. Um, thank you. Good shout out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> not sure, but I think it is. I think it is. Oh, man. Um, I forgot about that, actually. Uh, so this one's called Creeper Man and comes from Travels with the Doctor. He says, or she says, or they say, um, my son from the age of three always tells me about 
the creeper man, that was in quotes, who lives with my mom and dad's, lives in my mom and dad's bedroom. He brings it up after he visits them. I made the mistake once of asking what he looks like. My son said, oh, he doesn't have a face. Wow. <laughs> That's awful. It doesn't get better. Like, yeah, no, gird, gird this, yourselves. This one Allie. is called Kelly from Brown X Coat. Uh, when my daughter was three, she had an imaginary friend named Kelly who lived in her closet. Kelly sat in a rocking chair while she slept, played with her, etc. Typical imaginary friend shit. Anyway, fast forward two years later, the wife and I are watching the new Amityville, the one with Ryan Reynolds. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. And our daughter walks out right when the dead girl goes all black eyed. Far from being disturbed, she said, that looks like Kelly. Kelly who, he said. You know, the dead girl who that lives in my closet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your heart just sank. Wait a second. She Oh, yucky. She knew she was dead? I get apparently so. Oh. Uh, this one is called Roger, and it comes to us from Rich Charlatan. Very funny. Uh, my little brother's imaginary friend, Roger, lived under our coffee table. Roger had a wife and nine kids. Roger and his family lived peacefully alongside us for three years. One day, my little brother announced that Roger wouldn't be around anymore since he shot and killed him and his whole family. I don't know if he remembers any of this, but his genuine lack of remorse was very disturbing. Wait, the kid shot Roger? And his family. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought thought for a second Roger had killed. No. Oh, wow. Yeah, we should probably check in on that family. God. These stories are gross. I know. That's why I'm sharing them with you. <laughs> Can I say, yeah, thanks. Can I say, like, it's amazing how the body reacts. Because, like, like I seem fine. Except for my, uh, from my shoulders to my wrist, my hair is standing on end. <laughs> Mostly because I just think, like, kids are so cute. And they've got those cute little high voices. And then they say stuff like this. And you're like, what? Right. Do you want me to go back to, um... Children are spooky little creeps who see ghosts, report past lives, and chat at night with dead relatives. Never forget that. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, actually, when I read the thing about Roger, it produced this, like, um, guttural laugh from me because it was I was so shocked by it yeah. that I was like, what? <laughs> Roger, no. Did not see that one coming. Did um, you see about that guy in Utah that killed all those people? His family? No. Killed... Uh, his four or five kids, his wife and his mother. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's terrible. Wow. Uh, we won't necessarily talk about it. It was in the news uh, this morning, maybe yesterday morning, too. And I was just like, wow. Oh, no, I did not see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been, yeah, not good. Be kind to each other, please. So, so on delay with the, uh, or continue. Yeah. The, uh, um, one more for creepy, you. Creepy kid stories. Well, right. One more for you called Dead Friends. Okay. By Bahaha, um, or Bajaha. Uh, <laughs> this one I just threw in because I think it's funny. Uh, kid I used to babysit had imaginary friends. They were dead. One had no head. One was an old lady. They were both bloody. The one with no head had insides sticking out of his neck. I didn't ask him questions because fuck that. What? <laughs> Gross. And these don't scare these kids? They just think it's Okay. They think it's well, so that's a really good question. Do they look like cartoons to them or do they look like real? Like, like I think they look, I think they believe them to be real. And so, um, there, there are some reports 
uh, and like in some of these studies, like uh, some of these quote unquote friends will tell the kid to harm themselves or harm members of their families. And so the kids are sometimes scared of them. Like this goes back to like what I was saying in the beginning where not all of them are, are nice or they're considered to be a nuisance. So um, sometimes the kids are like legitimately afraid of them and, or, or they become kind of like antisocial. There were a few stories that I was reading about like kids who would uh, like sit in the center of their rooms. They, and they wouldn't really talk to anybody and they would only play with their imaginary friend and uh, once the imaginary friend went away, all of a sudden the child became uh, much more social and was more pleasant to be around. Um, but there, there have been incidents with children actually like doing some form of self-harm nice. or hurting other people and blaming it on, uh, blaming it on their imaginary friends. Um, I think it was in the, um, the, University of Washington and Oregon report where they stated that boys are more often or there it's more common for boys to blame things on the imaginary friend. So like if there's an accident or if they break something or something happens, oh, if see. there's some kind yeah, of mishap, yeah. they're very quick to point a finger at them too. Boys got a boy. Boys got a boy. Roughhousing what? Um, <laughs> Now, if you're wondering if your imaginary friend might be a ghost, hauntedattractiononline.com uh, has <laughs> provided five signs for how you know. This is for kids or for adults? Both. Okay. For everyone. Right. Um, so here are the five signs that your imaginary friend might be a ghost. Number one, it has a proper name. They specifically say, when an entity has a Christian name, it applies that said entity has an established identity. I see. So, like, was it Peter whose family all died under the table? Uh, I don't think Peter gave an actual name. Oh, oh okay. Roger. 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 Yeah, oh. so Roger would be, um, that's his Christian name. Huh. Yeah. So Roger's whole family lived under that table. I want to know how big this table was. It seems like it wouldn't be small. Here's another uh, interesting fact about imaginary friends, too. Oftentimes, they are, um, uh, the size is important. So, um, like I mentioned, Steve was bigger than Andy Grasbach. So here, this is an important note, because um, Andy, who is now taller than me, when we were kids, he was a little guy. And I was always bigger than him. So um, it it kind of signified a dominance thing in a a sense where it was like, I have a friend who is more at the same level as me. Um, And so like, if I'm going to kind of break it down psychologically where um, a lot of kids will have imaginary friends that are bigger than them. And so, uh, you know, it's somebody who, because it's, it's, it's kids aspiring to be older and playing with the bigger kids or being more of an adult, but then there are oftentimes kids who will have really small imaginary friends. So it becomes more of like a toy or a play thing. So size, um, is, is certainly a component. Would you say size matters? Size matters. Oh, you're a little, little size queen over up in Yeah. I mean, I didn't say it, but you know. 
Anyway, um, another <laughs> but Roger, but Roger, but Roger of the tiny family who lives on. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine eleven of them being so cramped of, underneath that coffee people. table. No matter how big that table is, you'd want it to be right. bigger for them. I assume it was a coffee table. It I might have been a, a dining table. room. I don't they know. They said living room. Did they say living room? Yeah. Um. Uh. Number two. Uh-huh. Uh. We're this, only on number two. We're only on number two. Sign that your imaginary friend might be a ghost. Sudden violence. Oh. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Wait, live here. We're entering uh, Dead Files territory. Your, your ghost is trying to kill you. Wow. Um, isolation, like we just talked about, where like the child suddenly like just wants to be alone all the time. Uh, number four is a stranger's voice. So uh, what? they specifically say, if your child having a conversation with their imaginary friend oh if you i'm sorry if you find your child having a conversation with their imaginary friend be sure to pay special attention to their mouth when they're talking the what watch your kid's mouth moving what does that mean because some parents have been shocked to discover that their kids were really having a two-person conversation in their bedroom what does that mean so meaning they're playing both of the voices no meaning like i'm talking and then we don't hear what the other person says. No, no, no. They're oh. hearing the other person's voice, but the kid's mouth stops moving when the other person is speaking. Because another thing is like, kids will impersonate. So they'll like play both roles. Uh-huh. But they're saying that like, if the kid is, if it's, if it's just the I child see. talking to some like. And so it's like a disembodied one. voice that they can hear. Well, but they... number five is a disembodied voice. Oh, whoops. Okay. So there's two. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense. They're the, they're the same. Uh, stranger's voice and a disembodied voice. All right. Well, that feels bad. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. So, um, well, what does one do? Are you moving on to that? Or do we even know? There's no, there's no solution. This is pretty much it. (laughs) Uh, after the two years we've had to come on this show and provide no solution, no solution. Do you understand what the people need is stability? You could, I guess, enlist a child psychologist. Yeah. Put water on it. Um, rub it down with some uh, multi-purpose Windex. <laughs> hire an exorcist. Um, one woman uh, moved out of. Do her- not hire an exorcist, please. That was a joke. I hope. No, that was absolutely a joke. Please okay. do not do that. Um, one woman. Uh, I was reading a story. Her daughter was um, experiencing some things, and it really creeped her out, and like it was impacting her daughter pretty severely. So they moved out of the house, and then. Uh, several years later, another one of her children was seeing the same thing. Oh. And so they were like, yeah, it's not the house. So, you know, it's one of those things where um, I... You know what shrinks say about geography? Tell me. Um, uh, where you go, there you are. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Dr. Seuss said something <laughs> similar. <laughs> Oh, the places you will go. Yeah, a little different. Though. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. Different, though. Uh, but no, I, I think the reality <laughs> is that uh, imaginary friends are for the most part safe, yes. and it's it's your child uh, learning how to interact with other people and be social, and so we should encourage it and support it, unless they stab you in the hand. Yeah, I mean, I mean first when you were like really smart, sexy, cool people have imaginary friends. And mm-hmm. I answered, no, I never had one. I was a little sad. No, I'm like, there but for the grace of God go I. Yeah, I think you made it. I feel it. pretty good. I think you did okay with yourself. 
Yeah. Um, if you're wondering, there's so many movies about imaginary friends. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let me tell you a few. Sure. Uh, we already talked about the Amityville Horror, which mm-hmm. we have talked about quite extensively. Are we referring to Jody as the of imaginary Of course. Jody the pig. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, in the second, in the in the remake uh, with Ryan Reynolds, as uh, previously mentioned, um, Jody is not a pig in that one. She is a little girl. Oh. Um, and I believe that they... Uh, call her out in the this remake to be Jodie DeFeo, like from the DeFeo oh, family. I see. Yeah, she's the youngest. Um, Sinister is sort of an imaginary friend type of thing. It's a terrifying movie. It's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Uh oh, don't see it then, friends. Jay, you should absolutely not watch no. it. No. Uh, but he is like a, a being that only the kids see. Um, oh. Hide and Seek is a Robert De Niro horror movie about imagine an imaginary friend. Is it current or is it old Bobby? Um, it's about ten years old, I think. So 10, 15 Bobby. years old. Oldish Bobby. Oldish Bobby. Uh I had a friend with a with a big Robert De Niro uh crush. Okay. It was hard to understand. I kinda get it. Really? I mean old Bobby. Like Godfather Two Bobby? Sure. Yeah, but that's what it's like it's like saying you have a Marlon Brando thing. It'd be like Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Street Car named Desire, not like right. Not like a Doctor Island of Doctor Moreau. Sure. <laughs> listen, listen. I mean, like everyone's kind of cute when they when they're young. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah, Robert. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I can't support it. I get it. Um, Donnie Darko is another movie yeah. that kind of uh, toys with it. Um, a recent movie, uh, I believe this is also on Shutter. It's called Z. Uh, is an interesting. Um, uh, imaginary friend movie and it has a really uh, shocking scene in it where the little boy does something like it's just very unexpected I can't I think I might have told you about it I don't want to give it away because it happens and you're like what the fuck huh. yeah uh, it happens very suddenly um, and then of course the best and the most classic of all imaginary friend movies starring one uh, oh shit I just totally blinked on her name well, it's it's gone now. Married <laughs> to Kevin Klein. Don't know. Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates. Drop Dead Fred. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Oh, I've never seen it. What? I know. It's so fun. It's a good one. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if your friend, if your if your kids have an imaginary friend, please support them house. and oh, nurse them, or or sell <laughs> your house. Get the hell out of there. Um. You know, if if you start seeing a lot of flies, sure. If you start hearing things like "get out," get out. Just get leave, out. Yeah, yeah, please. Just leave. Out. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, this was disconcerting. You're welcome. Sleep well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, um, thank you so much for joining us um, on our return episode of High Spirit Chicago. Uh, feel free, of course, to uh, send us some uh, of your childhood uh imaginary friend stories or you know um some of your hey hello how are you at uh high spirit chicago at gmail.com yeah uh, we look forward to hearing from you and um i am jay stagman and i'm drinking a Modelo chalada it's lime and it's lime and it's limon and sal limon e sal <laughs> yeah uh it's real good um <laughs> I am drinking a Phantom Proprietary Red. I like it. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody, this has been High Spirits, and Noelle has one last gross thing to say to you. Sweet dreams. <laughs>